Okay, let's get into it. So what do we do? Moment for the world, Sondheim, and then the girls. Predictions. And then pause. Oh, predictions. Right. And then the girls. The girls being... Are Spotify wrapped. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Well, that's what I thought you were saying, but then when you weren't saying what I thought you were saying before you were saying it, then I was wondering what, what you know, if I thought what you were saying was what you were saying. You see what I'm saying? Can't say I do. <laughs> Hello! Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. And we are just, we're coming in with music, like we're always giving you, honestly. It's that season. Time to figure out what Apple and Spotify say about all of us. And also time to remember the late and the great Stephen Sondheim. You hurt your hands on the clap, dear. I really did. Be careful with the clap. The clap will get you, as they say. <laughs> or you'll get the clap, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Anywho, uh, welcome back. Hey, everyone. Hi. Wow. Um, what I have to say right now is happy December. Well, the, it is December now. That's the month. And tomorrow is 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it going? Where has it gone? Wait, okay, so famously, my the registration on my car expires on December 1st. <laughs> Which may or may not be today. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and so I had to say, I went home for the break, but had to renew my registration, and they weren't open until Tuesday, and so I had to stay an extra two days to get my card inspected crazy 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 all crazy but i got a two-year renewal and so it now expires in 2023 but the gag is that 2023 is like soon (laughs) like that 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 is a fake made-up year but also it's like how am i actually genuine i just purchased something until 2023 that is crazy I mean, we've already talked about how we are living in the future, the past, the present, what is time, et cetera. Um, but it's really, it, it is the planning. It is the planning and the purchases where it's like, yeah. why am I doing this for me that I don't even, won't even know until five years from now? How is exactly. that possible? How is that possible? Wait, now this is really something. I saw this in a TikTok. You know, famously, the Jetsons. Love the Jetsons. Meet George, George Jetson. Um, okay, the Jetsons, famously the family of the future. That's what it's giving. It's giving deep in the future. Canonically, George Jetson was born in, I want to say August 22nd. Someone can fact check me on that. August of 2022. <laughs> so you're telling me that <laughs> it is this month that that he is conceived. Well, see, that's actually what the TikTok was about. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But the gag is we're in the Jetsons, but we're old. Remember that show from your childhood? You're actually in it as an elderly person. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that's, I mean, famously, we make the future right now. So I guess that's how it always, that is how it works. That is crazy. That's crazy. Like, there are a couple of people I work with. Well, lots of people in my life have been having babies this year. Um, their babies, George Jetson. Oh my that gosh. is wild. Like, well, what's up with that? Nothing like growing up to be a fictional uh, cartoon character. If I could go back and change one thing, <laughs> it would be that I would grow up to become a fictional cartoon character. It still could happen. I mean, I don't know. Clock is ticking. Okay, just squashing all of my dreams. <laughs> um, let's get down to business. Business. Um, the world. A moment for it. Opinion. I mean, there there are lots of things happening in the world. Many of them I don't want to discuss in any way. <laughs> um. Our dear friend, our dear friend Steve. Yeah. He's gone. It's, it really did get me. It got me too. In like a, in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Um, Stephen Sondheim passed away on, on Friday. And that's just not... He lived a beautiful and full life. Full doesn't even begin to describe, like... Jam-packed. Truly. I mean... <laughs> I was saying to Noah the other day that, like... I was saying to him, like, think about how much he has done for us, he and I. Like, how much he has changed our lives. But then I was like, how much he has done for, like us as a collective like the ways that i don't know there's so much to say obviously like there are people who are pioneers or people who are really influential like that is one that is certainly one thing i think there is another level of like and i don't mean to paint with too broad a brush i don't mean to you know whatever but like to some extent everyone in musical theater like points towards this person in a way that I don't think there is like, I would say like kind of Quincy Jones ish in that, like someone who like has single-handedly crafted the way that, that a genre sounds, but there, the way that like all of musical theater is like, has, has been directed by his work is I think unparalleled by anyone. I mean, like, People have been saying, like, the Shakespeare of musical theater, and I think that really is not an exaggeration. It's so, I mean, it's so hard to know right now, especially with the Shakespeare, because it's like, here we are, sure, sure just sure. after his death. But I also, I feel that personally, for yeah. sure, of just like, here is someone who, it's not just like, wow, look at these songs, they're so good. It's like, no, I love this music, I need this music. This music yeah. changed the way I thought about not just music, but about like living 
doing, being. And that's, that's good. I like it, the influence is beyond just musical theater. Like he's, he's everywhere, you know, he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. I mean, he won a Grammy record of the year. <laughs> We're sending the clowns. That's crazy. <laughs> Maybe it was song of the year. Um, yeah. I mean, he's done, he's done so much. There are so many ways in which it feels like, The shock for me was not that he died. We famously, irreverently <laughs> have a running joke, which is gonna die soon. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> know if that when we I don't know if we should call it a joke. <laughs> well, well, it's yeah. something we say. <laughs> it is something we say to mask the pain of the fact that right. there are people who are not long for this world who I actually need this them world. to survive. And so, you know, he was 91. Famously, that's very old. <laughs> um, I mean, there was some element of shock to it because he was just, like, at these New York premieres. Like, he was giving interviews within the last month. But, like, to me, it is it is a shock to the system to, like, be reminded that he just is, he just was a guy. He just was a person. He was a mortal person who, like, made these things that, again, like you said, it's not just like, oh, I really like this song. It's like, this is, like, this, and this is why it feels, like, Shakespearean to me, in that there are things that I like that I also, like, am able to pick apart and, and find fault in and, like, understand that that this was made by a person who can air. And again, mm -hmm. like... I don't want to be too, too, too hyperbolic because I think that's white supremacy. I think that's how we get away from how everything is collaborative. Like I, you know. Truly. But the same way that you would think about like Romeo and Juliet or Macbeth or like, and those were stories that like, you know, were adapted and, and written down by one person. Um, and when I think about into the woods, when I think about company, when I think about Sweeney Todd, when I think about Sunday in the Park with George, it's like shocking to me that there was a person who was like, oh yeah, I'm going to sit and write these songs. Like I'm mm. going to take this story and put it down in this way and, and draw up these characters in this way and like bring them, bring them to life in such a way. And that he just was a guy like that just, that is a real person. Who That's, we were alive at the same, we were, we lived at the same, we walked the earth at the same time as Stephen Sondheim. That's really the part. I mean, so every, every part is the part for me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, wow, there's so many things that are going through my mind. I was, I was watching this documentary about the um, journalists at the New York Times who write for the obituary section. Okay. Um, really fascinating, but something that they were talking about has really stuck with me in relationship to Sondheim. And they were talking about, you know, going back through and trying to construct someone's life from yeah. what you, what you see and finding that like one little detail where it's like everything would have been different for this person and for this life if this one thing hadn't happened. And I think yeah. about that with Sondheim and like becoming close friends with Hammerstein's son, I think it was. And then like, yeah, that just like kind of puts a little slant on on his direction, and suddenly yeah. like you have literally Stephen Sondheim, 
Yeah, um, you have so, like a kid who like kind of is interested in making music whose friend's dad is Oscar Hammerstein. Literally. <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> they are brought up in the right way. <laughs> and it just, it dovetails with that feeling of like this, this is an amazing person. And also this is just a, this is just a person of like. Just a person? Like little things happen every day to change our directions. And it just is a moment that I'm really taking to honor those little moments, those little life moments. Yeah. Um, okay, that of course reminds me of, I mean, okay, there's, Lin-Manuel tweeted this. <laughs> our fave. Um, our fave. It's about Tick, Tick, Boom, because part of Tick, Tick, Boom is Stephen Sondheim talking to Jonathan Larson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Lin-Manuel tweeted this after Sondheim died that he had like emailed Stephen Sondheim because they had become close. Um, Sondheim had reached out to Lin-Manuel Miranda to talk about writing new Spanish lyrics for West Side Story. I think this is back in like, this is like 13 years ago or so. And I don't know if that like was the new production that ended up going up last year. I don't really know what happened with that, but like, Mm -hmm. I I think that was the initial connection. And then like Sondheim saw early versions of Hamilton, et cetera, whatever. So like they were friends. Um, And Lin-Manuel emails Stephen Sondheim to be like, oh, like so many people are saying such positive things about you because of this moment in this movie. Um, (laughs) And Sondheim replied and said, thanks for the nice boost to my spirits, Lin. It's an aspect of my life I'm proud of. I feel as if I've repaid, partially at least, what I owe Oscar. And that really... (laughs) Kenyon is balling up. (laughs) That, like... But it, it really, it, like... It just feels like this is a person who who genuinely cared about making art with other people and sharing that with other people. Like, and to think about like, I mean, as much as we make fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda, like to think about Oscar Hammerstein to Stephen Sondheim to Lin-Manuel Miranda is like, I mean, that's really something, right? Like that's really, that's really something. It is. uh, I mean, it's all something. You really are putting me inside of my tears. Um, (laughs) It's so beautiful. It's just, it's really beautiful. There's a lineage there, right? Of like, yeah. and you know, you invoke Shakespeare and I was a little bit like, okay, let's not be too hasty. But it also like, you know, West Side Story is famously Romeo and Juliet reinvented, right? And like, here is American musical theater, which is like one of their very few things that America can like cling to. We've got jazz and baseball and musical theater as like <laughs> things that, that happen here. You know what I mean? And here is this person who's like absolutely in dialogue, not just with the times that he's living in, but also with like the art form itself. And like his life during his life, he reached outside of his life into the past and also into our futures evidently. And And that's just incredible. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, you're, you said this the night that he died, you were like, is it weird that I never like that. I feel bad that I never got to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. And it to that to me is like, that's not weird at all because it's like, 
we got to live in the same world. Like we got to see the same things, the same things that like are happening in musical theater that like we're talking about. He knows, you know, like, Oh, they're like, there's a new uh, production of company where Bobby's played by a woman. And <laughs> right. But like, he's involved in that. Like that is really something. Wow. And so while I'm a little bit jealous of, you know, George Jetson, who's being born this month, I also <laughs> have to say that I walk the earth with Stephen Sondheim and that's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. <laughs> okay. Um, to, to conclude our send up, what are your favorite musicals, favorite songs? Like what have you, have you been listening to Sondheim to in, in the past few days? What have you been listening to? This is difficult. It's all difficult. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, so many, there are, there are too many favorite things to count, but like what I, what I've really been grabbing is, um, um, just a moment in the woods, the Baker's wife yeah. moment, because it's, yeah. it's, there are so many quotes from his, um, from his huge body of work that people are pulling up in, in an effort to eulogize him. And so many things are appropriate for that. Um, but there's something so incredible about that character who you grow to love, the baker's wife. And like, yeah. she has this incredible arc. And like, at right after that song, she passes away. And yeah, gets crushed by the giant. Literally crushed by the giant. And it's like, that was just a moment in the woods. Like, this, I mean, not trying to sound too whatever, but like, this is all, all we, Days are made of moments. You know what I'm saying? And anywho, I've really been, I've really been with that. Recently. I've been listening to that a lot. Um, oh, if life were only moments, even now and then a bad one. But if life were only moments, you would never know you had one. Wow. Um, always less or more, always plain or grand. Is it always or is it never and? Okay, so I... <laughs> That's very- <laughs> crazy! That is crazy! That really, like... That is the moment of, like, okay, I'm saying words, and now actually we're talking about the words, and now you're gags. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> it, it's, uh-huh. it's... It's really... It's so incredible. I That line, I remember, the very first time I saw Into the Woods was in my home on my computer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I paused and I ran downstairs and I told my family about that line. And I said, <laughs> have you heard anything like this? <laughs> Can you believe that this is possible? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yes. I, I think you actually turned me onto that song. So that has been a big song for me the, the last couple of days. What else as well as, um, you know, I think you could drive a person crazy is the best song ever. Ri- I say this about a lot of things. <laughs> I think there's no better written song. It's just like it doesn't stop. Every part of it is so fine tuned and polished. Every part of it is so good. Famously, every part of it is so good. the hardest rhyme you'll ever hear. 
When a person's personality is personable. Wait, stop right there. Because you write that line. You know, like you write that line, you're like, ooh, hilarious person, personality, personable, I'm so funny. But then you keep writing, and you're like, what am I going to rhyme with? Rhymes with what personable. do I rhyme that with? Huh? Well, that's what I love about this song is that it's the type of thing, and maybe this is really personal. Like, maybe this is not true for other people, but it's the type of thing that, like, at every point, there is a red flag of, like, oh, no, this w- you won't be able to pay the... Like, if I were writing the song, at every point, it's, like, you won't be able to make this pay off. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're biting off too much. It's, it's uh, going to take too much work and craft and whatever to, like, get this to be fully realized. But it the song is fully realized, which is what is so amazing about it. When a person's personality is personable, he shouldn't ought to sit like a lump. It's harder than a matador coercing a bull. Coercing a bull to try to get you off of your rump. It honestly continues, so single and attentive and attractive a man is everything a person would wish, but turning off a person is the act of a man. That's so good. Who likes to pull the hooks out of fish? It's like, it's it's scientific. It's like <laughs> the way that it is so perfectly crafted. It Words just can't describe. Words just can't describe. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> you could drive a person crazy, Stephen Sondheim, about me in writing this song. <laughs> um, <sighs> it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I, like, I really am taken by i mean we were just talking about grad school last week steven sondheim is the one who is like making music is not sitting around and waiting to be divinely inspired it's about doing work really and he is so right and that is so like that speaks to that generosity of spirit and that like trying to be part of the past and the future and him just being a person i think that he was keenly aware of like like oh no he's not just like God touched him and gave him the gift and la la la. Like he's like, I worked on this and you can work on it too. Like if you want to develop this as a craft, you can do it. You just have to work on it and do it. Yeah. And I love that as a person who often feels like I do not, I was not divinely touched to have the perfect natural inspirational gift or whatever. Like I love that. That means so much to me. Wow. Honestly, thank you. Thank you. Much love to the legend. Mm. And now we have to go on. <laughs> In life. Mm-hmm. And how are we supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> looking, I'm looking for my script. I, I can't <laughs> find it. Well, honestly, the other thing that we're going to talk about, which we, of course, have to talk about this week... I was worried might be affected. Well, not worried, but like it is, of course, the we it's the first week of December, which means it's Spotify rap season. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not a season of the year. <laughs> well, it, it is the week after Thanksgiving. The first week of December is Spotify rap season. Incredible. Um, and based on the number of times that I've listened to moments in the woods, um, Bernadette Peters, Not a Day Goes By. <laughs> like, there may be some Sondheim peeking into my uh, yeah. into my top songs of the year, just based on the last, you know, six days. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, is that, are we getting into predictions right now? 
Let's do some predictions. Ooh. Um. Okay, I predict that maybe some Sondheim has crept in just because I really have been listening on repeat. Um, I also, pre- well, famously, and I mean, we have to say this all the time. We have to say it every year. Canyon is doing Spotify Unwrapped. I am doing the Apple Music Replay. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's so that we can give you all a kind of well-rounded experience, not because there's a bitter feud in between the two of us. Feud? No. Couldn't be. Then Couldn't who? Be. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so maybe some Sondheim. I definitely think some, um, I I think Babylon House Labs version. I yeah. really have yeah. been been playing and playing and playing. That is, I will also guess that. I'll also guess Good Days by SZA because I can't stop playing that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, it's a very good song. And it's been out for all of this year. And so it's had a lot of time to make good traction. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I have specific songs, but I definitely have artists that I know are going to be featuring. Um, Mm -hmm. D'Angelo is just going to be, he's going to be up there. Um, (laughs) I think that, I think that he might even unseat Moonchild this year as my personal, if you've been following along, you know that Moonchild has (laughs) been my number one artist for an embarrassing number of years. Um, You're, you stand. I do. I really do. Um, go go listen to them, everyone. Anywho, <laughs> D'Angelo is going to be up there. Georgia mm-hmm. Animal Dro, producer, beat okay, maker, rapper, singer, jazz artist. She's doing it all. Singer, actress, model, dancer, <laughs> musician. <laughs> She's going to. Oh, be I'm on sorry, there. magician. Thank well, you. It's all about the magic. Um. She's definitely going to be on there in maybe okay. multiple places. Um, and then, like, thinking back through the year, I went through a lot of phases. So I don't know, in, like, you know, in, in every phase, you get kind of obsessed with the moment, with the song, with two songs. In every phase, you get obsessed with the moment. <laughs> now that's true. You're welcome. That's all there is to it. Anywho, so there might be some surprises. Your, I feel like yours is always full of surprises. Maybe not to you, but certainly to me. I don't know what I'm listening to. That's not well, true. <laughs> as I'm saying that, I'm comparing yours to mine. Obviously, mine is not going to be a surprise to me. Except for that time, I think it was last year, when Cut to the Feeling was my number two. I was like, <laughs> who's listening to this? <laughs> Who is using my account? But there's this tweet that always comes up this time of year that's like, this season of the year. That's like um, people will be posting their Spotify wrapped saying, so accurate. Yes, it is accurate. It's data. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Which is like, I don't know. That's getting, that gets into a whole other thing of like, well, you and the data. Right. It's like, this is my life. Don't you forget. <laughs> don't you forget. Okay. It's my life. This is my life. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you forget. Thank you. Okay. Shall we briefly break and and see what there is to and see? And unwrap. And replay. Thank you. <laughs> Incredible. And we're back. This is a year of change. Okay. <laughs> Yours is very change. Mine is, well, I'm going to be like those people who <laughs> I just was complaining about. Mine is exactly what I thought it would be. Well work 
<laughs> Mine is, I would say, very accurate to my listening habits. <laughs> <laughs> so they they went away. They understood the assignment. They did come back with, in fact, your most listened to songs of the year. Yes, and my most streamed artists as well. <laughs> wow. Well, they've they've done it. Good on them. Good on them. Um, who should go first? Let's just go by category. Choose a category. Well, famously, we have very different. I have I right. have different information than you have. Right. Famous. Right. Which is which is the problem. But we have some things that are common, like number of minutes. Number of minutes. Well, technically, mine is given a number of hours. Nothing but a little bit of multiplication. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I listened to 157 hours of music. Okay. For all of you furiously doing the math in your heads, that's 9,420 minutes. Thank you. Um, I listened to 24,270 minutes. Which is giving about 400 minutes. You mean hours? I mean days. (laughs) (laughs) 525,600 Light Days years. of summer. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a unit of measurement. Um, okay, incredible. I don't think this was my most listened to year. I think I think there were some years in the past that were more, I think. I know mine have been higher in the past because I just know. Question. knows. Oh. Yeah. Well, do you want it to be, is there a number that you're shooting for? Do you want I it to be higher or lower? I don't think there's a number I'm aiming for. Um, I sometimes wish it were higher based on like, like I just see a lot of people who like listen to more music than I listen to. And so sometimes I'm like, should I be listening to music more often? But I also know that this year was like, I kind of fell out of listening to music. Like I haven't been keeping up my playlist. Like I just haven't been listening to a ton of music. Um, and so, uh, I mean, honestly, I've mostly been listening to, like, music that my friends have put out, which is evident from my my most streamed songs. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I know this year was kind of under for me. Feel it. I don't know. I have that same feeling of, like, oh, I should be listening to more minutes of music, but then I'm, like no that like maybe not i don't have to listen i don't have to like spend my life inside of headphones to say that i like music yeah i don't have to prove anything to anyone ding ding Eh. ding (laughs) what's another category okay how many different artists you listen to this year i listen to pulling it up pulling it up grabbing the numbers (laughs) We're doing the calculations right now. We're running it live. (laughs) I listened to 1,108 different artists, which I am shocked about. I I listened to 714, but I'm like, who? Who are they? Exactly. Because I listened to about three people. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in light of my top songs. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I only know three artists. Like, I, I it just, I right. don't, I don't, well, uh, what is, I don't, I don't even know 1,000 names of anything. 
That I'm like, what little Bobby and Joe song did I listen to once? But I mean, that's how it happens. I also wonder if like, you know, you listen to a cast recording and then that's, you know, 10 names. Right, 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 right. I think that might be going on. All right, then. Okay, give me songs. Give me songs. Okay. These are my top songs. My top five. Um, well, obviously, I want to... Okay, I'm going to do my top five, but I'm going to shout do, out a couple of others. Okay. You can do 10. Do 20. <laughs> no, don't do 20. Okay. Good Days only got to number 19, which I'm shocked by, because I really do be listening to that song all the time. <laughs> and that's the truth. Word. Um, okay, this is my top 10. Free Woman, the Rina Sawayama remix. Very from good. Dawn of Chromatica, obviously, Very because that good. is good. Clarence Clarity. Okay. Uh, number nine, Boy by Charlie Puth, which we can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right <laughs> along. Um, okay, number eight, Alex Newell, Jess Glynn, Kill the Lights. <laughs> that song is the one. That is the song. Both of them really can blow. Absolutely are singing. The thing is, we famously didn't do a Songs of the Summer episode, and that's because there weren't a lot of sufficient summer songs. And I think in lieu of there being like a lot of new summer hits, I just listened to Kill the Lights a lot, which Very is right. Good. I also listened to this next one coming in at number seven um, by a drag queen named Laguna Blue. This song is Greedy With My Love, <laughs> and it is hot. <laughs> okay, give me a taste. I've never heard. How does this um, go? She's all... <laughs> no. What is that? That's like a One Republic song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's like, I'm greedy with my love, and I envy yes as fuck. You can call me insecure, but I've heard all that before. I'm overprotective, adjustive, attentive, and deviant, and just a little obsessive. I'm telling you up front that honestly I'm greedy. And she has, she does all of those little vocal inflection things. It's Word. very fun. I think that it's, it's a good song, but I also be laughing at her singing. Because she's a good singer, Word. but uh-huh. she's giving understand before you try to be my man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's kaleidoscopic. It's chameleon. Yeah, it's giving everything and, 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 more. <laughs> and more. Um. Okay, number six, White Christmas, Pentatonics, and Manhattan Transfer, obviously. This is my pump-up song. This song makes me feel better. This is like, I'm playing this all year round. Anytime, any season. Exactly. Um. Okay, number five. 3435, Ariana Grande, because I love this song. I can't get over it. This song is amazing. (laughs) It is truly everything. Okay, number four. This is the real song of the summer that was dropped this year, which is Higher, Vincent and Alex Newell. That's transcendent. It really is. Just like if you're, you know, if you're at home, if you're outside, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this. Put it on and just dance. It's so good. It's so <laughs> What's good. the um at I, the town at the mall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she stays the whole night dancing. Dancing, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, exactly, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, then number three, Yeba October Sky, because 
That song is good. That's good. Um, number two, true icon, who we know and love, and who we need to get on the podcast, honestly. Shamala, symmetrical girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's good. And, I mean, we've been talking about a lot of lyrics this episode. The lyrics to that song. Yeah. Yeah. Are, she's, she's doing a real thing. But I don't get followed up the escalator nearly as much. I just get called a bitch. But I'd rather be that than a spectacle girl. I mean, what am I? That is so good. Everyone should be listening. That is so good. Okay, and then my number one, obviously, is Babylon House Labs version. (laughs) (laughs) As predicted. As predicted. Very good. And that should be my number one. Okay, so your list is giving me pump up the volume... Beats, yeah. struts, yeah. hits, accents. Beats, struts, hits, accents. <laughs> we <Hey>, love. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I love that. <laughs> um, okay, my top 10 is, is, is a counterpoint to that. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> um, even though my Spotify words of, of the year, they're doing words and auras and colors, and it's all kind of confusing for me. All, all of this and more. The words for me were happy and uplifting, but these are giving me laid back and, and I don't know, diffuse. I don't know. <laughs> um, number 10 for me is Good Days. Well, that's a good song, so you understand what I mean. <laughs> very good. Number nine, Every Time by Mac Ayers. It's very good. Everyone should be listening. Mm-hmm. We love Mac. Um, number eight, Soldier by Brave James. It's a little, it's a little out of left field here. We're bringing it to center Ooh, stage. Okay. See, yours always is surprising to me. And to me too. Um, <laughs> number seven. And with your spirit. <laughs> and with your spirit. Number seven is, <laughs> I'm sorry, that just really took me out. Number seven is Blam by Georgia Ann Muldrow. And this is actually, I think, the closest to your list of, like, what do I need to get me walking, get me moving, get me yes, exactly. running, shredding. Exactly. Exactly. Beating, accenting, whatever those words were. <laughs> <laughs> Six, The Root by D'Angelo. This okay. is all I have to say. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it was just a moment of silence. Um, Mac Ayers appears again, number five, Smoke. Which I hope is off of an upcoming album for him because this is the direction that he needs to be going in. It's okay, very work. Good. I need to be listening to more Mac Ayers. It's according it's to your top ten songs. Who knew? Not me. Okay, <laughs> and then numbers one through four. <laughs> what you've Not all been waiting four. for. What you've all been <laughs> waiting for. We're actually just going to lump it together because... They're the first four songs off of this ambient album called <laughs> Sunset by Christopher Willits. Incredible Bay Area producer. Um, okay, work. Shouts out to Christopher, if you're listening. <laughs> um, if you're listening, girlfriend, you are so on. <laughs> yes. And um, this got me through my wisdom teeth surgery, and that's why it's here. Because wow. I was incapacitance. <laughs> And sometimes you just need to be delivered. <laughs> Deliver. 
episode. Exactly. <laughs> and Deliver. that's all we're going to do. That for me. Okay, well, there you go. Now you've got some songs. Now you know how our years went. Um, are there any other metrics of interest? Well, we could do um, top artists. Oh, absolutely. Um, and here's how you know... Well, first of all, here's how you know that I'm being honest because I'm going to reveal something that, hmm, maybe I don't want to reveal it. (laughs) But all of my top artists are divas and gay men. (laughs) And that's radical. Yeah, exactly. It absolutely is. Okay, my top five artists, number five, Yeba. And that's right because she's good. Okay, number four, The Duke's Man. I can't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry for howling. Number three, Beyonce. Okay. Yes. Number two, Ariana Grande. And number one, Lady Gaga. (laughs) I will say that this is, it gives like the number of hours per artist. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana and Beyonce are tied. Lady Gaga is twice, <laughs> twice <laughs> their amount. Well, she's really done it. So there you have it. She has really done it. Um, when I talk to other people about this, I will excise the Dukesman from this, and I will bump up Leanne Lahavis, who is number six. That which is quite appropriate. And see, when I think about Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Beyonce, Yeba, Leanne Lahavis, I mean that makes sense to me. It's the way of the world. That is the it's, way of the world. It's true. <laughs> and it's right. And it's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my, let's see, my top five. We have heard from some of them already. Number five is a perennial favorite of mine, usually coming <laughs> in at number one, but still placing this year. It's Moonchild. Wow. I love you very much. But do you? Not as much as others. <laughs> Number four is D'Angelo, which, as I predicted, was going to show up. So, if I get a, do I get a point? Do I get a cookie? What um, do I win? You get a voucher. <laughs> All right, for a free hug. All right. <laughs> <laughs> free hug. I mean, a voucher is safer than the real thing these days in a pandemic. Anyway. Girl, and that's what we can't talk about. Yeah. So. Number three, it's Mac Ayers, as I've been saying, as we've been saying. Number two, Christopher Willits, who is occupying all four top spots of four top, top spots. songs. Well, see, this makes me want to get into the math of it all, because then how, like, does that mean that, like, the rest of your songs are by your top person? You know what I mean? Like, how does he have the top four? So, I don't know. And that's actually a really good question, because it said I listened to... I think I listened to those songs around like 60 to 70 times. It said it gave me some number for something about that album. Okay, but that's crazy. My number one artist, who is Georgia, I ja. I love her. Georgia Ann Muldrow. Everyone should everyone should be listening. <laughs> I think I'm she's my top artist because I'm in her like her top most listen. Oh I'm like in point so zero five percent of listeners or whatever. Okay. It's a give and a take. Right. As all good things must be. Well, you're right. We're in a relationship. You got to give. And after you give, you got to take. 
Is that right? <laughs> giving is taking. <laughs> taking is giving, actually. You know? Wow. That's right. Anywho. <laughs> That's it for that. And, and so it's been a year. It has. And what a year it's been. Are you ready to wind it down? The year? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't want to do any more work. <laughs> I'm ready for this year to be over. It has been, well, late stage capitalism is what it's been. Ooh. <laughs> I keep wanting to be like, next year will be better, but it'll probably be the same. Now, wait a second. Don't say that about my good friend, Jerome. Well, I was saying it about our less good friend, 2022. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. This year started with literally uh, the insurrection. Uh. <laughs> that is so hin- unhinged. Every- Not hinged. <laughs> it's unhinged. <laughs> Every time that comes up, I, it is worth repeating that it was less than a year ago. Because yes, because it's just worth repeating. Because we, uh, everyone just kind of went on. It seemed like. And what's up with that? And ultimately, ooh. what's up with that? We, ooh, we. I'm excited to wind it down. I think we have some exciting things planned. Episode seventy three is in the works. Oh, that's true. <laughs> We've always got something in the works. <laughs> Ah. Something working out. But until then. Something in process. <laughs> Wait, another. <laughs> um, Something on deck. Something the peculiar. Life on deck. <laughs> something familiar. Something wicked. <laughs> That's right. We're in the wicked movie. <laughs> Yay. Good night. Thanks for listening, divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore, and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, we're coming back, we're coming back. We thought we had gone, but we're actually back. To say... That we are, some people have been posting their Spotify raps, posting their whatever. Um, and we have been showing up. We love that has been showing up. We know this because people have been posting their Spotify rap, but we also know that people listen every week. And we're just so grateful that you would do such a thing. <laughs> you said it all. Thanks for listening, everyone out there. I know we don't really say it enough as we could and maybe that we, as we should. But thank you for listening and for supporting. Yeah, nearly every week we're like, it's crazy that people listen to this and how grateful are we for them? And we should say thank you to them. And then we never do. Ha! (laughs) So, you know, get it while it's hot. Thank you.